With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Doug Gottlieb Show rolls on. Fox Sports Radio, hour three. Talk some uh, college sports, big, big ruling in college sports. Jeff Goodman will join us, uh, as well as Jeff Goodman. Why does Greg Marshall still have a job at Wichita State? And uh, J.P. Morosi is going to join us, a little baseball. So we got baseball, college sports. Let me start with the National Football League. The Tennessee Titans flexed on the Buffalo Bills. Flexed on the Buffalo Bills. A couple things. You know, the Titans, who hadn't been able to practice much, what, two times in the last 13 days? And, you know, look, there's 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 some really interesting real-life thoughts I have for you on why the Titans look so good. There's this thing that we don't, 
There's lots of things in sports that we as sports people, or you know what the real sports guy, that they just don't talk about. Like, I think with baseball, we talk about the rest of pitchers, right? And number of pitches. And we talk about the rest um, and the, the, the wear and tear on NBA bodies and in the fourth quarter, when did the star player come in? Do they even go out for a sub or do you kind of go for it? What, did they have gas left in the tank? It's really hard to tell, blah, blah. But what we don't know is, like, do you leave your practice legs on the practice floor? This is the hardest, one of the hardest things in coaching. And I, I, I remember this from my time as a player, right? They used to, coaches get really Roy Williams famously practices like an hour, hour 15 during uh, conference play B- because it doesn't really matter how much you go over and how much stuff you do. If you don't have juice in the tank, you're not going to make shots. Fresh legs, fresh minds, make fresh plays, right? I mean, you're seeing a lot of NBA teams do away with the, the, the day of game shoot around. That, that doesn't mean that you don't practice. You only do mental reps that the Titans have been able to do. But I do think there is something to more time off. You know, it's hard because when you have more time off, we've seen in terms of the preseason and not having it, not having live practices, live hitting, guys aren't tackling as well. On the other hand, guys just, they're much more excited about their job. They play with much better energy. And they pummeled a very good Buffalo Bills team with that renewed energy. Now, usually when you... And the Bills, of course, will play next Monday night. They take on, um, what, Kansas City? It's Kansas City, right? So we'll, we'll see how they how they react. But I do think there was something to the fact that the, tit- the Titans did not have weary practice legs um, that not practicing probably helped rejuvenate them. Then there's Ryan Tannehill. Here's another real-life thing that we always talk about if a guy's good, if a guy's bad. We don't, we don't ever give real context. Ryan Tannehill, during his time with Tennessee, has the highest completion percentage in the NFL, the highest pass rating in the NFL, in, in his career, excuse me, the highest QBR in his career, the highest pa- yards per attempt in his career, and the best touchdown-to-interception ratio in his career. Now, granted, he only had that one really good 4,000-yard-plus year with the Miami Dolphins, which followed up with a year where he uh, had a bad knee and thought he could get away with not having surgery and tore up his knee in, uh, I like tore up his knee in, like, the first game. Then he came back. And he was playing well, and then he hurt his, his shoulder. Like, so he's had some injuries which have derailed him. But the bigger thing is this. They have, he has found an offense and a style that fits him. Offense and a style that fits him. I mean, look, this is no different than when you pick out your favorite kind of jeans. Uh, uh, music, are you a tight jean guy? Do you wear the... Do you wear the because tight jeans are still very much in. Are you a tight jean guy? <laughs> um, I guess it depends on your definition of tight, but yeah, I tend to go a little bit more of a snug fit. Right. I will tell you what style eventually is going to come back in is the style when I was in college, which is the super baggy fit's got to come back in, right? I don't think that's ever going to come back I, in. I'm, 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 Ramos, I've lived through two different velour sweatsuit eras. Okay? Oh, Just okay. so you know. Like velour sweatsuit was early 80s and then... Um, late nineties, it came back velour sweatsuit. So I'm thinking sometime here in the next five or 10 years, there's going to be a velour sweatsuit. I've the, the tight jeans were early eighties. The tight jeans are back now. 
Okay, the tight jeans back then had acid wash. We don't have the acid wash. They don't roll the pegs or whatever. You know, uh, peg, I don't know. You got to find the right hipster. Well, hipsters do roll them, but they yeah. don't peg them like they used to, which okay. is, we used to call them peg them. What'd you guys call it, uh, Ramos, where you fold the jean over so it's a little bit tighter when you roll it, the tight roll? I don't know, but I don't know if I should be saying this on national radio, but my wife, Suzanne, really likes me to wear the tight. Well, she likes you got a nice, nice butt. Yeah. Well, but hold on uh-huh. a minute. Here's where it comes. Yeah. Ramos is a nice butt. She's like, nice no, backside. because she doesn't think I have one. So it makes when you I look wear, like you do? Yes. Yeah. When uh-huh. I wear the, the baggier jeans, she says it, 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 it doesn't look right. You need to, it kind of brings everything together a little yeah, bit. Brings so. it, all, it brings it all together. Uh, Buyer, uh, do, you, do you want to get in on this conversation? Yeah, I think John's got a great butt. <laughs> and I don't know what Suzanne's talking John's about. John's got a big old butt. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about it uh, the other day in the kitchen when, you know, John walked in the hall. Maybe it is the jeans, but we thought it looked great, John. Uh, we had Thank no, you, no complaints over John's rumpus. Um, my point is that, like, and I don't know if you guys, like, we all fit a certain style of clothing. You know, we just do. And I've, I have, I think what you would, would you consider my build? I have what the classic athletic build, right? Like I am built kind of like a block. I have wide shoulders. Uh, I'm six feet tall, but I'm like wide and thick. I'm never going to be like thin. And so the, the skater surfer, super or super tight look, like it just doesn't work on me. I can go slimmer, but I can't go super tight because then it just makes it makes me look like I'm trying too hard to be look like the Incredible Hulk. That's not a good look for me. It's all about fit, right? It's all about fit. You find a style that fits you. You know, it's like a haircut. You mess around when you're 10, 11, 12, and, but you come around to like, well, this is how I cut my hair. I like a one and a half on the sides, blend it into the top. You trim off the top. Like, I don't care who you are or where I am. I got one hairstyle that fits me. Ryan Tannehill's played long enough in the NFL. He's got to have a running game, got to play play action, got to have a little extra time. He, he doesn't need a ton of complexities and let him kind of read and play and use his legs and use his athleticism, get him occasionally outside the pocket. Like they've found a style and a feeling and a fit that clearly works for him. And he's getting the most out of his, his body, most out of his potential, most out of what he can do at this point in his career. That's a secret to life, man. You know, when Steve Nash first got to the NBA, he was playing with the Phoenix Suns. He was a backup to Jason Kidd. When he went to Dallas, Dallas opened up the court and played, you know, they had Don Nelson as their coach. They played small ball. That worked. When he went back to Phoenix, it was Mike D'Antoni, became a league MVP. Steve Nash is not a league MVP if he's not playing for Mike D'Antoni. Sean Marion isn't making... 20 million a year if he's not playing with Steve Nash and in that system where he could play the power forward. You know, I mean, and why didn't Dan Tony work with Dwight Howard? Well, because he doesn't work with big guys like a traditional big guys like a Dwight Howard. He likes the role. He doesn't like the post up and throw it to a guy in the old school, like waiting for a guy to make him. That's not his, that is not his jam. Would Draymond, Draymond Green is probably going to be in the hall of fame. But if they didn't use him as a small ball center, he's just a guy. Can't shoot. Can't score. He's okay. He's a good passer, but he's playing with all these great shooters, so he doesn't have to. He can just dime guys up, play a point center is what he plays. It's everything. It's everything. I mean, look, I don't know how it turns out for the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know if Cliff Kingsbury can ultimately win big. 
But you have to at least tip your cap to, hey, we're going to bring in a quarterback who's 5'9", 5'10". He's played in the air raid system really since high school. Why don't we bring in the best air raid coach that we can get and have him work with our quarterback and run that system? Why would we try and make it into something that's not? Look, look what Lamar Jackson's running with Greg Roman. You don't make him a traditional passer. Do, do you think the 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 Patriots are running the same offense they ran with Tom Brady with Cam Newton? Of course not. Fit is as important as how good you are. It just is. You know? And I think that Ryan Tannehill is the perfect embodiment of that. It's all about fit. All right, uh, huge ruling in college basketball and college sports I want to share with you. Plus, we got uh, uh, J.P. Morosi joining us. How bad are things with the Dodgers? Are we going to see Clayton Kershaw in the series at all? Or should we just be rooting for the fact that the Braves pitching has been absolutely filthy? All that upcoming next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com to see the Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. 
The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow The Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Let's welcome in Jeff Goodman, who uh, uh, broke a story about Greg Marshall, the head coach at Wichita State, going back to last week. Of course, Greg Marshall's been unbelievably successful, led the Shockers to a Final Four, but now under fire because of the alleged abuse of uh, uh, current and former players, many of whom transferred out. Um, But the the breaking story of the day is, okay, so Jeff, tell me what the NCAA ruled today in regards to winter athletes. So uh, all the winter athletes are going to get uh, their year back. Basically, they get an additional year of eligibility, Doug. Uh, that was just kind of finalized today. They voted on it tentatively yesterday in the Division One Council. And, and basically, it means uh, if you're a junior this year, uh, you can play out your year and still have two more years left if you want them. And, and the caveat to this is, and all the coaches were asking me today, well, what does it mean for scholarship limits for next year? The only ones that can push you over the 13th are if you have uh, those who exhausted eligibility. So seniors that want to come back, you can go over the 13th for those seniors if you want to. So you can, even if you play this year in the bubble, you get an extra year eligibility? Yeah, they're doing it before the season. I, I was a little surprised, but I think because they had already done it um, for the fall sports, I think they felt they had to do it for the winter sports, especially because the winter sports were affected with their, their, their conference tournaments, a lot of them, and certainly with the NCAA tournament last year. Uh, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, so, 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 so how do you think okay, – to me, I'm excited about this. Like I, I think that whether it's graduation, transfers, so many guys going – uh, early to the NBA or, or trying to play professionally, like we've had a really watered-down product where it's hard to remember who's where. I think this gives college college basketball a chance to kind of regenerate itself. And, you know, and, and I don't know if you read this, the G League's in major trouble because nobody knows what their season's going to look like. They've already financially, they're pretty strapped anyway. Like this feels like a great move for basketball to try and keep guys in school and to build up some equity, which is lacking with fans. Listen, it can't hurt. I just don't know how many guys are going to take advantage because let's face it, the guys that you want back, especially at the high major level, the guys that you want back, they're not staying more than four years. They're, they're playing, whether it's, going to the NBA or even playing overseas, whatever it is, they're gone. I, I think it probably affects maybe a mid-major more than anything who's played four years, who uh, maybe a high major wants to go after and get veterans. I mean, everybody wants to be older right now in college basketball, really because of what Villanova, North Carolina have done over the last few years winning, winning national titles, being old. So I think it will affect more of a good mid-major player uh, and the question is, will those guys, and I'm hearing kind of conflicting reports on it, but I, I, whether they're, they're going to be able to transfer and still utilize that extra year at a different school. Hmm. Now that would be super, super, super interesting. Doug Gottlieb here on Fox Sports Radio. Last thing, uh, you had that story last week about Greg Marshall in Wichita State. He's still employed, and he's not even suspended. Why? amazing isn't it amazing i mean you have you have three stories now three not just one from from me but one from the athletic and one from the wichita eagle 
all with numerous sources that uh, Greg Marshall punched a player. Hit, punched, whatever you want to say. My story also had Shaq Morris quoted and another player, Ty Taylor. Um, Shaq Morris spoke to the investigating uh, team, the law firm, for over an hour yesterday, I was told, according to sources. Multiple players today, I haven't reported this yet, Doug, have spoken to the investigator today to back Shaq Morris on his story. Yet, Greg Marshall, who didn't just punch Shaq Morris, but also allegedly choked a former assistant coach, Kyle Linstead, also body shamed a player. And I know a lot of people would say, oh, well, big deal. He pulled up his shirt. He grabbed his stomach. Uh, he made fun of him, called him ugly, called him fat, brought, up, brought over the strength coach. A lot of people would say, no big deal. Well, that kid has been, I talked to his father. I'm not using his name because this kid is in, uh, has some serious mental health issues right now. Um, depression has been down in, in his basement for the last three years. Mm. So uh, when I heard that story, and then you got other stories telling a, a kid who's of Native American descent, Isaiah Poobrio Chandler, to get back in your horse, uh, Indian howling noises. I didn't even use some of the stuff, the vile language, honestly, Doug, because I didn't feel like it even made the cut in this story. Mm-hmm. You know, seven, three seven-footers he would refer to as 21 feet of grade A blank. I think you could fill in the blank on that one. Um, you know, just a, a lot there to digest, Doug, that, yes, I, I know they have to try to get their ducks in a row yeah. if you're Wichita State, but, man, how do you not suspend him immediately, indefinitely, until the uh, end of the investigation? I, don't know, probably, I would guess there's some sort of due process laws in the state of Kansas. I, I, I get it that you could suspend him, but I, I, that, that would be my guess. But, listen, uh, it was a huge breakthrough story. Congrats on getting it. Can't wait to see how it turns out. Greg Marshall was a great coach. I just I feel like the his behavior is that of a guy who's going to be a former head coach very soon, and uh, and then this story is big as well because it, it's going to be interesting to see college basketball this year, knowing that guys can come back for an extra year next season. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. You got it, Doug. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at three p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Ramos, how you doing with your Dodgers? Well, the one bright spot last night was that they scored a lot of runs in the last three innings of the game, so that was good. They came up one run short. Yes, Ramos. It's, I, I agree that they they did their bats did wake up. Yeah, so maybe that's positive today uh, to start this game. They need to score early and often, not wait till the last innings to do it. So. Well, I mean, the the Braves pitching staff has just been incredible. Uh, like that's the first time they've really been hit in the playoffs thus far. So, uh, but we'll we'll see. Um, there is some precedent. The last time the Dodgers raised a 2-0 deficit to win the World Series was, uh, I believe, in 81 when they won a World Series. So it's been since 88. 88, they won their last World Series. And in 88, the Lakers also won an NBA championship too, right? So again, there's past is precedent. I don't know if the two are related. The, I think their big problem is not just that they're not playing with a lead, but no one has any sort of confidence in what they will do if they have a lead late with their bullpen anyway. Well, what do you do? Who do you turn to? Because, I mean, they, they basically said they don't believe in Kenley Jansen anymore, and I'm not sure they should have believed in Kenley, Kenley Jansen this year. But I, I'm of the mindset that as much as, you know, being in L.A. and our sister station carries the Dodgers... And it would be great for L.A. to 
an organization which completely revamped itself to win a World Series, there is something to being the team that keeps getting to the playoffs and not able to get it. Like, that, that misery, people can relate more to the misery. This is Dave Roberts, the skipper of the Dodgers, on having to manage that, that, that bullpen. There's a thing of, obviously, you know, in a deficit, you know, who they've got available. But I think that tonight, I think we did a good job of getting other guys in there to get uh, their feet wet as far as in this series, um, to not stress them, for them to be available uh, in the coming days. But you just can't play every game, regardless regardless of score, like it's life or death in a seven-game series. That's interesting. Like, look, he, he really used it to see who can pitch in this series. You know? Now, they were down 7 nothing at the time. You know, he starts wheeling guys in and out. But that, I, I love that idea. Like, because here's the thing that numbers don't tell you, right? Numbers just can't tell you what a guy is feeling on the day and how a guy is going to react to that level of a high leverage situation. Because you can do high leverage situations in the regular season. I know there's no fans there. We can say, well, you know, look, in high leverage situations, he's an outstanding pitcher. Here's what It's totally different when you're in the playoffs. Totally different. And, oh, yeah, by the way, you're playing against one of the elite young lineups in baseball. J.P. Morosi joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, J.P., the what? What's the if the Dodgers have a lead late? What's the plan with the bullpen? Well, Doug, great to be with you as always, my friend. Uh, that is a great question, and it depends. I would say this, and this is why the Dodgers are in some element of I mean, turmoil. Maybe a little strong word right now, but certainly O2 is is a real deficit. There's there's not the same clarity that there used to be, this is not like Rick Honeycutt's got the eighth inning and Eckersley's in the ninth, and we all know that, or Jeff Nelson's in the eighth and Mariano Rivera's in the ninth. That, that's just not how bullpens work right now. And, and they think right now, the Dodgers do, in terms of leverage and area of the lineup and score. And so you heard Robert say yesterday he didn't want to go to Trinan in the fifth inning because down three with your best reliever, it might not have been the right fit. And I do think on some level he's right there because if you use him, then you're, then you're locking yourself into to closing with Kelly or closing with Jansen, who obviously there's not the same level of trust in. I, I just think overall, Doug, I'm, I'm not going to blame Dave Roberts for where the Dodgers are right now because the reality is you've got your highest paid pitcher who couldn't pitch and can't pitch until tomorrow because of back spasms. And then your highest paid reliever is totally ineffective. And so when you have those two things, that is not the fault of Dave Roberts. The one thing I could say that collectively, and there's obviously heavy front office influence here from them, is they have not utilized Dustin May, in my opinion, the best that they could have. There, there was a way for them to probably not start him on one day of rest in game three against the Padres and pitch him one inning. I, just, I, I didn't really get that. So there's a lot of different things going on with the Dodgers. Some are Dave Roberts' responsibility, but most of them, the vast majority of them, I believe, are not. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, so I guess here's the thing. Let's say they lose tonight, they lose in the series. Does Dave Roberts keep his job? Even if you and I are in agreement, it's kind of hard to manage if you don't have Kershaw and you can't count on Jansen. Right. I, I think that he will keep his job, but it's, it, it, it's starting to get to a point where collectively you wonder as an organization, what path do they take? They've already committed to Mookie 
for the long term, clearly. Yep. Uh, they're still committed to Kershaw. Jansen is still under contract for beyond this year, but Turner is not. And so you start to wonder, is, is Turner gone? Do they say, well, we have to find some more youth on the infield and, and Turner's going to leave as a free agent? Um, do they reformulate? You know, Blake Trinan, of course, is a reliever. That was a short-term deal. They still have, in my view, the deepest roster in the sport. I believe they, they were on pace they to win 100, 116 yeah, games, yeah, and yeah. and win. And their margin of victory was greater than anything we'd seen in modern baseball. Like it, this is this part of this is we're freaking out over a short series. Yes, and, but but the bullpen issue is a. I mean, like, look, teams it's have real. It's absolutely real. You you ain't winning the World Series unless you figure it out. Correct. And, and I also think, Doug, that this is, and this is part of the, the, the new baseball mentality. And, and some of it's pressure, and some of it also is, at times, they are, they are sometimes outsmarting themselves. They are sometimes too smart for their own good. Yeah. They are so smart. They have a great front office. I have immense respect for them. But I, just, I, I, I look at how they've used May, and I just say, why? Like, that, that's the one thing, and that's not a Dave Roberts thing. That is a front office plus Dave Roberts thing, but certainly heavy front office. It's just, to me, when, you know, Jim Leland, who I learned a lot from because I covered him in Detroit, he had a, he had a saying that I'll, he would always say, listen, if the guy is on my team, I'm going to pitch him and I'm going to play him. And if you don't want me to play him, he shouldn't be on my team. And, and Gonsolin is a good pitcher. He's a really good pitcher. And I think that there were certainly opportunities for him to pitch before he was needed in an emergency in game two of the National League Championship Series. He had not pitched in 17 days. And, and, there, and whatever the algorithms say, I get it. There's there sensible reasons for them to manage things the way they had because they didn't lose a game in the first two rounds. So God bless you. But when you get to this point, you have to now trust someone with your life and you haven't pitched them for darn near three weeks. Like that, that doesn't work. That is not okay. I, and, and I, just, I, 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 I do think, the, I know, I do think the idea of getting a guy, granted at, at three, nothing, probably not, but I do think getting a guy a feel like getting his feet wet and seeing what he's got with the limited use is a smart thing, but probably not at, at that point. That's where you and I do, do, do agree. Um, all right. Then there's the other side. Look, the Braves starting pitching has been outstanding the entire playoffs, Bellinger is seems lost up there. What are they going to try and do to get some offense going early? Well, the, the key thing, and Mookie Betts spoke about this earlier today, Doug, is that they, they just have to get in the zone more, that, that collectively they were swinging at some pitches, uh, especially breaking balls down. It's not uh, on that level. I mean, again, it's the, the, the diagnosis is straightforward. The, the cure is not. The diagnosis is they went outside of the zone and swung at breaking pitches. The, the cure is don't swing at breaking pitches out of the zone but then you're, you're a little bit worried because Ian Anderson was throwing like 96 yesterday, incredibly poised rookie, and, and he's got a pretty darn good breaking pitch too. And, and it's, it's hard to do that. It's hard to face great pitching. And one point that I, that I think is really important, I heard Mark Teixeira say this the other day, and I think it's a really good one, is that this is the first time really in, in the playoffs here that we're seeing teams play out of their own divisional third of the country. And you've got a team from the AL East up 3-0 and a team from the NL East up 2-0. Maybe, maybe the East Division was stronger than the West this year. We didn't really realize it. You know, that's, that, that it's something where we haven't had a chance to like, diagnose it because there's, like, the sample size has been zero until the playoffs, and even then it's been so much short. Now we're saying, you know what, man, the Braves, 
pretty good team. And, and, and by the way, their bullpen is more organized than the Dodger bullpen. They have a closer. And, and this is what we're seeing. The Dodgers are the team with a really fluid formation to their bullpen, similar to the Rays. The Rays have had different guys closing. But again, Diego Castillo has been really good for them. They have both the closer and the early game stopper in the guys like Fairbanks and Anderson. And right. the Dodgers don't have that right now. Yeah, it's really interesting on how much they have and yet how much they're they're still missing. JP, great stuff, man. Awesome work on the TV side as well as the radio side. Appreciate you being our guest. Love the conversation, Doug. Thanks again. We'll catch up again real soon. That's John Paul Morosi, Fox MLB Baseball Insider. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Let's get to the press. 
the press. You know, uh, today's first day of uh, college basketball practices, and you're seeing guys wear masks while mm, practicing. Byer. I don't know about you, Byer. You're a former hooper and football player. Um, I was a big finger licker. I, I'm a big, you know, you know, people lick their fingers to turn Roger the page. That. I was always licking my fingers sure. to gri- grip a basketball. Uh, that would be problematic with the masks, although I'm sure it keeps people healthier. Yes, that that is true. Funny that you were mentioning the uh, pronunciations because uh, in in my home state of America's Dairyland, back in Wisconsin, there was an Oregon, Wisconsin, Oregon, Wisconsin. Yeah, which is actually the hometown of Shaka Smart. Yeah. Uh, hey, you yeah. know that? So, Did you know that uh, in yeah. in Oklahoma, there's a town, the school where um, Dennis Rodman went to. Okay, I believe it's uh, southeast, southeast or southwest yeah, Oklahoma State, like southwest yeah, Oklahoma southeast. State. Right, it's in. Durant, Oklahoma, pronounced oh. Durant, even though it's spelled Durant. So Kevin Durant played, but the town is Durant, Oklahoma. Sure. And there's a town oh, right on the northeastern tip, just the tip of the state, that right before Joplin, spelled Miami, pronounced Miami, Oklahoma. Mm. Oh, did not know that. There you go. Yeah. Oregon, <laughs> Wisconsin, yeah. home of Shaka Smart. Good, love it. Yeah. Dan Patrick, not so much. Uh, yeah. You spoke with Jeff Goodman about 30 minutes ago. Let's just stick with the college theme right now. NCAA Division One Council voted to allow winter sports athletes an extra year of eligibility. That council also expected to introduce the new transfer rule for football, men's and women's basketball, hockey, and baseball that would allow athletes in all sports to be eligible immediately. That rule would go into effect not this school season, but the next academic year. Yeah, I don't one. love that. I don't love that one. That one feels like a really bad I know you get like a one-time transfer deal and you get to play right away that feels like a really bad deal for the for the schools really really bad deal do you guys massive huh do you think coaches will be uh feel pressured to play younger guys earlier um or what are some of the fallouts that just to to keep I mean just just yeah I mean I think you're gonna play it's hard like do you play guys or do you reward guys that your best players and you know what do you what do you do there? Um, just the idea that guys are. I mean, like, look, everybody takes the easiest. It's always the coach's fault or the fit fault. Whereas you can work your way into the lineup. You know, but yes, I think younger guys will play more or they'll leave. I but I also think that what's going to happen. The other part that'll happen is there'll be lots of guys that leave early and they'll want to leave a second time. And I think those things might eventually be going away. The double transfer is the big bigger problem, right? Um, you're just kind of running from spot to spot to spot, and I think people will – they won't read the fine print. Okay, wait, I can't leave again? No, you, they, that, that deal's over. So I, I just don't like it. I I like the idea of you go someplace, and, you know, you go someplace, you have, should have good knowledge of how much you're going to play and where you're going to play, how much you're going to compete. And if you're not playing competing, you get better, and you have four years to get better. That's part of – the great part about it is you came up in the system, and – I just think you're 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 giving guys such an easy way out that they'll all transfer right away. The college football schedule for this weekend lightened a little. Second game of the SEC has been postponed. LSU and Florida will not play in Gainesville on Saturday because of the COVID nineteen outbreak within the Florida football program. That game has been postponed until December twelfth. So they're not going to have the ninety thousand fans that uh, their head coach that is correct wanted in attendance. No. No. That was after, probably not the after sport. mulling it over. They decided to not play. Oh. Uh, See what you did there? Huh? (laughs) No, man. 
Uh, how about Dan Byer, ladies and gentlemen, try your veal, tip your weight staff. Dan Byer. Representative Byer of Virginia. A report uh, just popped up on my screen. ESPN's Tom Rinaldi saying that Nick Saban has tested positive for COVID-19. Well, just, you know, uh, I mean, you know, what are you going to do? So, but he's been outspoken in, in wearing a mask yes. and trying to be safe. Yes. So. The uh, that news is just coming in. Now on to the National Football League. Joe Flacco going to start at quarterback for the Jets in Week Six against Saban's former NFL team, the Dolphins. Sam Donald remains out with a shoulder injury. Hmm. Flacco Gore backfield. That was that was something yes, in Super right? Bowl Forty Seven. <laughs> they were against each other, but hey guys, let's put our teeth in and go out there <laughs> and kick some ass. Oh, oh, oh I heard. You heard Joe so bad. Oh, that's it's good stuff. Uh, Broncos Patriots coming up on Sunday. Patriots quarterback Cam Newton expected to rejoin the team tomorrow, as is cornerback Stephon Gilmore. Both of them tested positive for COVID-19. Important, they, they did not have dinner together. That's <laughs> lately. Let's hope not. They are expected back on the practice field, but the Patriots are going to be able to uh, end up taking the field uh, against the Broncos with uh, with Gilmore available. Now, they didn't have Cam Newton against the Chiefs because right. of his positive test, but Gilmore's going to end up not missing any games likely because of Pretty it. Pretty interesting, right, how it kind of comes back to oh, the Patriots. They get all the all the breaks. They probably arranged that. So there's some sort of conspiracy theory that they arranged that. Anything else? Nope. Uh, not on the uh, Broncos and, and Patriots because Doug touched the Melvin Gordon thing earlier. No Pro Bowl for the NFL this season. It is not going to happen in Las Vegas. The game everybody says they don't watch, but people, somebody clearly watches out there? Yes. What am I going to bet on on that Sunday before the Super Bowl? Oh, man, what a – well, and, well, that's the other College thing. Is you, yeah, that's that's true. And maybe, maybe early NBA games if we're going to have that maybe. sort of season. Yeah. Uh, who knows? The likelihood, though, Doug, of you know, a lot of media members would be traveling on that Sunday to the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I'm not sure if that's going to be happening. So maybe people will be, you know, hanging out. Be difficult to get a bunch of media members from across the country in a in a ballroom in a couple of months, don't you think? Wait, why would the media members be in the ballroom? Well, for a radio row, you know, for uh, a Super Bowl. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I've heard that it's all going to be very different. But yeah. we can be outdoors. I'm going. I'm going. We may not be going, but I'm going. Doug's going. I'm just gonna go. Thank you. Well, I got my I got my speedo from last year in Miami. Why wouldn't I just wear the same speedo? Roger that. It's and Ramos will wear his because he's got a nice butt for his wife. <laughs> Only when he wears tight pants. God is absolutely amazing. Looks like Clayton Kershaw is gonna go in game four for the Dodgers. Game three coming up just after the top of the hour on Fox Sports One. But Dave Roberts says, yeah, it's likely that Kershaw would be able to throw tomorrow in that game. Struggling. Yeah, he he did a throwing session yesterday, which is weird. Like he couldn't pitch in the game, but he could throw in the throwing session. But uh, okay. The uh, Alabama statement on the Nick Saban positive test. Uh, not only did Saban test positive, so did AD Greg Byrne. Uh, the uh, the statement from Alabama earlier this afternoon, we received notification that Coach Saban and Greg Byrne tested positive for COVID-19. Both immediately left the facility and went to their homes to self-isolate after receiving that information. Yeah, the problem is anybody they came into proximity with is for 15 minutes or more Within six feet or less is supposed to now quarantine. So what happens to the rest of the team? I, I don't, I don't know. It's a hard one. I don't know how much he spaced himself from other people in meetings or whatever. This is real, folks. And what? Let's hope Coach Saban recovers. Greg Byrne recovers. 
Uh, those guys are not deniers of it, but whatever your level of frustration with it, like they are of the age of people who are the most affected by it. Yes, and of course, Alabama takes on Georgia coming up on Saturday. So now the question is, what happens to that game? Yeah. That's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. I mean, like, dude, he could coach on Zoom. Coach on Zoom. Imagine if he's coaching. He has the little way, the little ocean thing in the background. Yes, Ryan Music. They did Hugh Freeze in that like yeah, hospital bed. Hospital thing. bed, right? Yeah. So they could do what did they did Saban in like a hazmat suit. You know, he comes in. They should put him in a Pope mobile. Oh, just, I yeah, like the Pope mobile. I like that. He's kind of the Pope. It's at it's at Alabama, so they can like start trying to figure it out right now, right? Um, that thing probably gets postponed. Don't you think? Feels like it will. Uh, your Dodgers survive tonight, Ramos. I think they win tonight. Yeah, I think they win tonight too. I think they. I think. I think game four becomes pivotal. We've actually seen Clayton Kershaw pitch well in these pivotal games, just not against the Cards. All right, stay tuned for baseball. It's Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. I'm Katia Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last twenty-five years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st. 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.